I regret saying anything. This took a weird turn. <laughs> Open your mouth, prepare your tongue, because you're about to get a taste. I cannot believe we've gone 12 episodes without me being able to talk about Final Fantasy. Well, I know the doll is bad, so I gotta think the dusty balloon is less bad. I mean, if all life everywhere ends, what have I yes. lost? Facial hair as a theme is not something I ever would have chosen. So, yeah, that's the one that Rock is just sweaty the whole time. Yeah. He's got that good, good pony Jafar beard. <laughs> I've got three pages of AMA citations. This is the Debate This Podcast. Hello and welcome to Debate This, the show where no one is right, but someone is definitely wrong. In this podcast, we take time out of our busy adult lives to talk about comics, video games, and how putting Intuit TurboTax on the Nintendo Switch is actually a great idea. So if Fuck, everyone could yes, please just at TurboTax, let's go out of our ways to make this happen. <laughs> I Thanks. want TurboTax on the Switch. When's this episode going to air? Because we could to- TurboTax would totally give us some money to like plug TurboTax. <laughs> yeah. It's that time of year. Somebody like- reach out to TurboTax and see if we can get a... Get a 60-second once-off, one-off spot run for them. Hell, I'll, I'll, I'll do an ad for TurboTax for free. Yep, let's do it. Somebody, <laughs> somebody at TurboTax. It's, um, it's, the, it's the, this century version of my dad sharing the same copy of TurboTax with the entire street block. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have a podcast about video games and comic books. <laughs> and TurboTax. But here we are. It's just so funny because that's exactly what my family does. There is one... Yeah whole family copy of TurboTax <laughs> and it just gets mailed around the country. That's right. You just put it in everyone's mailbox. <laughs> yeah. and it's fine. Oh boy. Well, now that we've covered how we've all done our taxes, um, we here at DTHQ just got a call. It was the highest ranking general of the world military letting us know that our mega Jaegers were a massive success. Hey, all right. Yeah, Make good for us. There's good a lot. Of, there's a lot of a very, very official sounding titles in I, the highest ranking general <laughs> of the world military. I like. I like that we're the first stop for all of these very reputable organizations. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Of course, who else would they go to but us four nerds? Exactly. <laughs> our track record speaks for itself. It sure does. Anyway, they were so impressed with our creativity that they are trusting us with all future military R and D. They've also informed me that they recently dosed a bunch of new recruits with a cap-like super soldier serum. There's only one problem. They have no way to transport these new soldiers to the battlefield. They've turned back to us here at DTHQ to solve this problem, which I'm realizing right now sounds like (laughs) an open-ended math question on a dystopian standardized (laughs) test. So on a standardized test. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I have called back my top scientists, Todd, Henry, Wu, Thomas, Kyle, Dana, Scully, Harper, and Andrew, Frederick, Frankenstein, Henderson to help me solve this problem. As always, we here at DT exclamation point HQ are not about reinventing the wheel. So gentlemen, tell me which video game vehicle will be the next great advancement in military technology. Give me the overviews, you know, the stat screens in Mario Kart when they give you like three basic stats on some sort of bar chart system that isn't really helpful. I'll take one of those with a side of visual description of your vehicle, its origins, any special features, so on and so forth. I want to go on the record to say I do not like 
the exclamation point being spelled out <laughs> in DTHQ. I actually do. It's oh. hard to look at. I'm with Kyle on that one. I think it's easy to look at and hard to say. Yeah, that's how I feel. <laughs> I like it written out. I don't like it spoken. Yeah, but nobody nobody emphasizes the capitalized K and capitalized R in corn. They all just say corn. So we don't have to say the exclamation point. It can just be They're there. all capitalized. No. K and R, well, K is capitalized. Isn't R is backwards? Like R is, R, is R is capitalized and backwards. N is lowercase. I regret saying anything. This took a weird turn. <laughs> get out. I have get a out. poster within <laughs> arm's length. I can grab nope. it and show nope. you. Okay. I want to talk about my vehicle now. Please. Um, so if we're going to evolve combat, then why not draw inspiration from the game subtitled Combat Evolved? So uh. I'm, Okay. I'm one sentence Starting into this. Really you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to hold on. <laughs> hey guys, did you know Todd played Halo a lot in middle school? God. So, so jokes on you. I played it until I was like 23. Um, so I'm talking about Halo, obviously. So yeah, <laughs> jokes on you guys. Um, so M- Matt, I'm I'm presenting you and DT exclamation point HQ uh, the winning option, and that is. It's a vehicle from one of the latest Halo games, and it is the AV-49 Wasp from Halo 5 Guardians. And so I, much like you guys, um, I thought at first the Warthog was going to be the most prominent video game vehicle that you could really present for war. But the reality is the Warthog has been upgraded a ton of times already um, with better weapons, armor, whatever. So how do you make that better? Well, you make it fly. Um, and then sure. they did, they of did course. that a couple games ago and they called it the Hornet. And so it was already this like flying thing. Um, but the, the weaponry was, was really like middle of the road and to make it better, you had to hit your friends on the either side of it. And then they were super vulnerable. And so to make that even better, they introduced the wasp. The wasp is the ultimate upgrade in battlefield control because it can turn on a dime with insane maneuverability. It has all sorts of crazy upgraded firepower. And I'm talking like auto cannons and rocket launchers. And then they upgraded a version of it with the Gauss repeaters and experimental ion field bomb launchers. And it has okay-ish durability. So to answer your question of like the Mario Kart sliders on the three bar system, the AV 49 wasp has highest marks in handling and speed above average marks in weaponry and uh, low in durability TBH. So that is the like three sliding bars that I'm giving the AV49 Wasp. Okay. Um, you really seem to like glaze over that low durability part a couple times. What? And I oh, have some no, concerns it's... about how low the durability may be. Okay. How low to stay within budget is accepted? You're the one telling me about this vehicle, Todd. <laughs> oh, then it's not low at all. It's It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. It's, it's fine. I I have doubts, but am intrigued because I, like the rest of the world, quit playing after Halo 3, and I don't know anything about the Wasp, so I'm excited to hear what you told me. I didn't know they made games after 3. Interesting. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> um, Kyle, Kyle, tell me about what you've brought to the table. All right, Matt, uh, happy to. So our advanced R&D team has made a really huge breakthrough. Um, they They have been working for years on um our warfare and recon piloted starship for tactical aerospace research or project warp star um and what they've managed (laughs) to do is create a vehicle that uses no fossil fuels or nuclear energy um 
in fact, the technology is so advanced, they aren't really sure where it's drawing its power from, but they have concluded it is very safe and very powerful. <laughs> I, I like, they don't know how, but they know two good things. That's how the best science is created. It is only the best science. Sounds like every diet pill I've ever heard. We're not sure it works, but... It doesn't not work. No, they are sure it works. They just don't know how it works. Um, so this is a, this is a, a vehicle for one pilot. Um, it is incredibly fast, if a little difficult to steer. Um, and it does... Our pilots have had issues landing it without crashing. Um, but I'm sure better pilots will be able to figure that out. What makes it absolutely incredible beyond the um, the non-consumable energy source, um, it is steered by the pilot's thoughts, um, which is a huge breakthrough we're hoping to uh, parlay into more advanced hands-free piloting systems for your army. They've tried a few different shapes, um, and the shape that seems to work best is a yellow pentagram or star shape. <laughs> Um, and and yeah that is project warp star for you well i am i'm interested uh because this would be an absolute first for the world military to foray into green fuel usually we prefer fossil fuels uh so this this will be new it might take some convincing to convince uh the highest ranking generals in the world military that it's time to go green I'm not sure they're very up on climate change, but we'll see. We'll see what we can do. Um, I'm also interested. Did you say it's literally a kamikaze death machine? I have questions about the kamikaze death machine as well. Please. <laughs> I do have questions about the kamikaze death machine. I did not use the words kamikaze death machine, <laughs> but our pilots, our pilot, our test pilots have had difficulty properly landing the vehicle yes is that the language you used the first time it, it is actually <laughs> I, okay to be fair maybe that's what you said but what i heard was our pilots crash constantly <laughs> they have a hundred percent failure rate i didn't say that i just said difficulty <laughs> landing let's not put words in my mouth guys just so i know where we're at on budget how how has your turnover on test pilots been um <laughs> they the, the pilots are fine they they oh. are they are fine they come okay. out unscathed so it's a very safe vehicle it just it just they can't land it what about any um any buildings or people or like crates nearby when the when Crate. the vehicle specifically lands? crates crates yeah asking about crates with like the smash insignia on them do those are they fine is it no it breaks everything it runs into <laughs> utterly <laughs> destroys everything I just it runs lay into. that out there cool and and who has who among these test pilots uh have you have you been able to get on this fantastical death machine well we'll, we'll get to that but but we've got some pretty some pretty um spectacular candidates for for pilots for you too if you're interested in that but we'll get to that later. Yeah, we'll, we'll save that for, for the next step. I'm still interested in introductions. Um, Andrew, your turn. Tell me what you have brought to this think tank table. I would love to introduce my definitely not murder vehicle. So the, to quote the original description, while it drives like a bathtub on wheels, this baby is powerful. I'm talking about what is most arguably the most iconic commercial ice cream truck that is also armed with napalm in gaming history. 
That's right. It's Sweet Tooth from the Twisted Metal series. That Venn diagram is so that small. That is a stacked category. So so good good on you guys. Hey, it's all, we're we're only in facts here. Only dealing in facts. Uh, Sweet Tooth embodies the raw power and chaos of its driver, Needles Kane. Which let me just quick quick what? off topic. The edge on this fucking <laughs> Twisted Metal lore is is so so sharp. How how many times how many times did your scientists cut themselves on that edge? Oh my god, just ever on, on every corner. It, it is it is embodies the the power and chaos of its driver, and that it's ridiculously strong and ridiculously unpredictable. Uh, Sweet Tooth comes packing all of the usual deathmatch accoutrement: uh, machine guns. You got your rocket launchers. Uh, you've got your booster thrusters to to uh, elicit maximum ramming speed. But what really sets it apart as an absolute killing machine is the napalm ice cream cone launcher. What? <laughs> <laughs> now, this is very, very, very effe- efficient use of, uh, use of firepower. Uh, in early iterations, it's been tweaked over time as, as more and more co- it's seen more and more combat. In early iterations, it's been a heat-seeking missile. Then it kind of evolved into a lobbed arc of flame, like literally napalm. Uh, in the most recent iterations, Sweet Tooth has actually uh, been bumped up even further to double as a wa- as a rolling like mech tank that just like ro- mows down its 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 opponents with uh, a salvo of missiles. So this has been used in combat because I feel like I would have seen news reports on a ice cream truck that shoots flames in high pressure combat situation you know here i want to i want to provide an answer that that i think will help here remember like what six years ago when people kept dealing with clowns that were creepily walking around in public places i feel like this is that was like two years ago two years ago yeah okay well i i like to distance myself from it because it was horrifying to answer kyle's question because you didn't answer anything you just you just posed a completely irrelevant point but that's fine uh, <laughs> to answer, to answer Kyle's that's how question, friends talk to one another all, all of all of the combat data is based on the very the many many iterations of the twisted metal tournament and similar to mortal Kombat, it's a tournament that only happens once that has happened 13 times <laughs> I see. I see. And um my 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 follow-up question is um how did you how did your scientists conclude that an ice cream cone was the optimum shape for firing napalm? A little background on that research would be great. Great great question. They were the ones that didn't die. Oh, okay. All right. Hmm. So that's about it. I mean, just to describe, I'll give you the, the quick stats here, Matt. Um, Sweet Tooth is essentially a boxy food truck. So to be fair, it's not the fastest or the most versatile. But what it lacks in handling, it more than makes up for in sheer strength. Playing Twisted Metal with Sweet Tooth is basically playing in easy mode. It has the most, most powerful special and just rams into basically any other character to do damage. And I have a lot of memories of playing Twisted Metal 2 and just finding Mr. Grimm, the little guy on the little Ghost Rider guy on the motorcycle, and just running him over and watching it explode. Like that is like when you play Sweet Tooth, you're on little brother mode. You just run into everything else and you win. All right, uh, one very important question. Because it is an ice cream truck, does it play ice cream truck music the whole time? It does. It does. And Kyle, I'm going to send you a couple, one of the, the themes from the older ones. It plays like a seven-second chime. So when you're playing Sweet Tooth, 
it is probably the most grating thing to constantly hear the (laughs) 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 it's mind numbing actually so to pilot this death machine you also have to hear crusty the the clown in your ear constantly that's correct it was that or Slipknot Todd, and they decided the Krusty the Clown life was better. It, yeah, that's they they made the right choice. So I'm just concerned about stealth on the battlefield. That's uh, your only are, concern. We are that's your <laughs> only concern. <laughs> not the ice cream cone filled with napalm. Just stealth. Yeah. That's not a bug. That's a feature. Listen, this is my world. You're all just living in it. I'm I'm into the napalm death. Uh, ice cream truck. I I I enjoy that. Play to the moderator. Yeah. So I did reach out to the highest ranking general in the world military and let <laughs> him know that we had at least one idea on the table that was looking at some possible green energy, and they said that's great because after 150 years of war across the world, we have completely depleted the planet of fossil fuels. And part of the reason we can't move these soldiers with our own tanks and trucks is because they can't run anymore because we ran out of oil. So they have tasked us here at DT exclamation point HQ of coming up with a special fuel and a new green energy source for our vehicles. So please tell me what renewable, specifically not petroleum based energy source is powering your vehicles. So I've got the bad answer than the good answer. And you're going to get them both um, because, okay. because well, okay. Sure. So let's, let's put it this way. So when humanity explores the galaxy, it's ultimately going to be in search of resources because as you said, we've screwed things up here. Well, we found them. And so what the very first thing we use to pilot the AV 49 wasp is from the Starcraft series. So we're going to start with the AV-49 Wasp is powered by that Vespine gas, which if you played any StarCraft series, there's this is, a, this is a pool. They're always everywhere. As soon as you start, they're always right next to your base and they're nearly unlimited. However, they are limited. And so the second most bountiful resource in the universe is blue crystal blue crystals. So we are also we're also powering it with that. Now you want renewable. Just any any old blue crystal. <laughs> well, okay. So okay, point that is what I thought. And then I don't think the StarCraft crystals have a name. They're just minerals. They were so lazy in the 90s. They're like, what are these Add blue crystals? Bucket, minerals. minerals. Got it. No one asked. Someone is yelling the actual name of these crystals at, <laughs> at us right now. And Todd can't hear you. You want the renewable answer. So once we have depleted a planet of that, obviously it doesn't work anymore. So the real answer I'm going to give you is covenant power modules. And I'm saying that because they're literally listed as a MacGuffin in the Halo universe that just powers stuff. They never say what they power. They never say what they do, but they're unlimited. They can't blow up and they are literally listed as a MacGuffin. So that's what we're using to power the AV-49 Wasp because they only exist to be a thing that powers things infinitely. I, I appreciate that you took us through two things that 
don't work and aren't renewable um, first. Well, well, no, they work. They're just not renewable. And so humanity had to show his work to show how he got there. Humanity doesn't learn. It's OK. Let's let's play pretend here. When humankind ultimately leaves Earth in search of a new planet and they'll say, oh, we're going to do better on this one. They won't. You're right. You know, they won't. And so they've they've got to ruin a second or third planet. And then they're like, all right, guys. But for real, we got to get our shit together and stop Pocahontasing this whole situation. Like, we're going to do this right. That is the most pessimistic, like, take on planet hopping and humanity. (laughs) We're not going to, look, we're going to screw up at least two more planets before we figure this out, guys. But we'll get there. A few episodes ago, I said that Pokemon Gun would work because it's America. So, yeah, I feel like this is is, uh, pretty, pretty on par with where I'm at. Is on brand for Todd. So, Todd, do you know that feeling that you just had when you made that Star War- StarCraft reference and every- no one said a thing? Yeah. Uh, now you know how I feel every time I, me- I reference Final Fantasy in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, everyone's played StarCraft. Am I right? Am I right, guys? Huh? huh? Well, you said Final Fantasy, and I was expecting you to say that, like, Neon Seven Galleons or whatever it is that you talk about every episode that none of us are aware of. Neon Genesis Seven Galleon. Yeah, I didn't it. know what you were saying when he just said it. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> well, now that that's settled, <laughs> that dead space. I hope you felt every second of it, Andrew, because that's how I feel when you reference whatever it was Matt made fun of you for. Hey, Kyle, you talk now, please. Thanks. <laughs> All right. So, Matt, I can't um, wait to hear what powers Kyle's. <laughs> well, it's not blue crystals. That's for minerals, sure. Kyle. Is it is it dreams or wishes? Please tell me it's dreams or wishes. It might be dreams and wishes um, oh, because God. our scientists haven't been able to figure out exactly what powers Project Warp Star. Um, it just seems to draw in energy that it then uses to propel itself. The mysterious nature of this power source has the team referring to it as star energy, but we don't know exactly what it is. We do know it is very powerful um, because of how fast this craft can move, and it seemingly doesn't uh, pollute, um, create any kind of waste, generate heat, and it seemingly is um, limitless. We put this thing through the ringer and have no sense to know dip in um, energy output or consumption. So wherever it is drawing its energy from, it is not running out anytime soon. So you're telling me it's CBD oil? Because that's the only <laughs> unlimited substance I can think of that does everything. As it say, it does CBD everything. oil. <laughs> it might be. <laughs> it is it not? It's not. It's not not CBD oil. <laughs> I... For Kyle trying to poke as many holes in my at least logical step by step answer, that's that's some that was a big one. That was you climbed quite the mountain to say nothing. <laughs> I I don't know what you're uh-huh. talking about, Todd. We've done the research. I can show you the I can show you the research. It the just, scientists don't know how the magnets work. The magnets just work. The research is just a stick figure drawing of two good dudes going. Merp. <laughs> I do have to be honest with you, Kyle. It makes me a little nervous that. By us not knowing what this power source is or where it comes from, we're not going to know when it's about to run out. And I don't like that very much. Like I said, we have not seen any indication that it has any sort of limit or will run out. Um, we, have, we have, you know, pushed this thing to its absolute limits and power output was not 
ever an issue. There are two there are two circles of like things the scientists know and things they don't know. And in one circle it's like never runs out. Very accurate. Powered by thoughts. Doesn't know landing question mark. <laughs> yeah. like, I I would love to know what your budget for testing is because there's just a graveyard of like discarded stars right now. It's that that information's classified, Todd. This is the same level of science that's powering all the hair loss restoration like shit that keeps posting or uh, keeps advertising on all my websites where it's like well we have a thing and it doesn't burn your hair off so it's probably (laughs) fine (laughs) yeah um i want to know how you found out our second revenue stream um, (laughs) over here but uh what we can talk about that later all right great andrew after all this please tell me about the power of the sweet tooth truck it's corn I would also like to know the power of the sweet tooth truck. It's corn. Corn the, the, with the, with the, the, wonder, the wonderful ethanol. starch or no, like or ethanol. the band. Yeah, it's just ethanol. <laughs> so so here's so I love that as an answer. Next. Next. So so Matt, let me let me counter your question with another question. Okay. That's it what that's what he wants. So yeah. <laughs> Play into my trap. So what from your opinion? would be the best alternative alternative source of energy um probably solar <laughs> that's exactly what it's powered by then so here, well, <laughs> oh, you know it's funny you say that because that is exactly what it could be powered by and i'll tell you <laughs> why you're the worst <laughs> because according to the lore of twisted metal again can't cut on uh, on these edges it's specifically twisted metal three and twisted metal four one of sweet tooths or rather needles canes uh, many that. wishes granted from winning Twisted Metal. Uh, let me let me real quick. So Twisted Metal is a competition of a bunch of cars that go and blow each other up. It's uh, led by this crazy demon named Calypso, and his promise is: if you, whoever wins the tournament, you can get one wish, and I will do literally anything you want. Um, so in one of the games, and and what I, the joke I meant or made earlier is like the tournament happened. Like you know, there are thirteen of these freaking games, but like the story is is not consecutive. So it's like each time is like the first time they've ever had this tournament. Basically. Sure. They tried to do it. They tried to make like a, like a, like a universe out of it. And they said in one of the later games on PS one, like, Oh, well, sweet tooth won the last competition. And his wish was to be in charge of twisted metal, even though that wasn't like one of his actual endings in the earlier games. So the the universe that they made was basically sweet tooth took Calypso's place. So since Calypso is a demon who can literally do anything, by the by the transitive Kratos property, Sweet Tooth had basically just killed and murdered his way into becoming a demigod. We can all agree that that stands to reason. That that doesn't. I see no issue. I think it holds up. It holds up yep. about as well as our as our um, ener- energy source that no one knows where it comes. Yeah, from. Yeah, we've not really had goes. better legs to stand on. So let's go. It's the it. most <laughs> the most fair thing anyone said in this whole podcast. So <laughs> in this universe, Sweet Tooth will, res- will is able to reshape the world in his image. So he can literally do whatever. So if he wants Sweet Tooth to be powered by dreams and, and unicorn tears, he can. If he wants Sweet Tooth to be powered by ethanol, he can also do that. So my answer to you is Sweet Tooth can literally do anything. This, is, this another, is this another my... He has all the powers, yes. The real answer is Sweet Tooth is powered by wishes. He is literally powered <laughs> by wishes. <laughs> he's, he's, he, he grants wishes and is powered by souls of the damned. Oh, okay. 
this was just one more attempt for one of us to play the my hero's powers are best because my hero has all powers. I'm taking my ball yep. and going home. <laughs> That's what I'm it taking. Is. I'm taking my bag full of metal caps and going back to Transylvania. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I don't hate your answer. I don't feel good about your answer, but I don't. I don't Me neither. Hate your answer. <laughs> for being real, those were three really bad answers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and with that being said, let's roll on to prompt three, shall we? Based on the success of the Mega Jaeger program, the, the world military... What? Mega Jaegers. The Mega Jaegers. The Mega Jaegers, yeah. Let's, let's stop this. This is only a bad... <laughs> this only ends badly. The Mega Jaeger program, the world military not only trusts us for R&D of these vehicles, but they've also requested that we assign them each a driver. Who will be the perfect transport driver for your vehicle? Todd. Sure. So I am just going to lean into this whole like building a, a, a canonical universe of mashing all space age video games together. And so I'm going to uh, tap the incredibly reliable, reliable and nearly omnipotent companion from Mass Effect 2 Legion. He slash they are first off, they're awesome. Um, once you got Legion, you had Legion on your team forever, because if you took Legion off your team, you're dead to me um but second legion would be an incredible uh, option to pilot the newest death machine in this war on whatever we're having war with today plus just to throw it out there i mean robots have yet to rise up against their controllers or creators right yeah i thought so so legion send this print. whole argument is like has definitely been like leaning toward i want to wipe out the human race because they aren't they are insignificant they aren't efficient and you just bringing up legion in like <laughs> winning the war <laughs> is further um further just kind of throwing you off that cliff legion identifies there are heretics and they will pay there it is there, there's that <laughs> that's really comforting i for one welcome our robot overlord <laughs> yeah so i mean legion legion is he is unfeeling he is optimistic about the mission and he has no problem taking care of the bad things that stand in the way of success slash victory like the fact that humans are inefficient and must be uh, cleansed. No, he's, I mean, he's beep cool bop, with beep like bop, the, bloop, bloop, bleep, I mean, beep. to be fair, Legion's cool with like the three humans he interacts with. So like, all right. Great. This whole thing <laughs> has become so much more dystopian than I ever imagined it could be. But here we are now. Thanks, Todd. Hey, I got it. It's fine. Will Smith trusts the robots and it worked out just fine. <laughs> Did you see the end of that movie? I watched it, most of it. It didn't. <laughs> I saw it on TBS. Everybody was happy. There were three simple rules of dating my robot, and he was fine. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, boy. Okay, Kyle, go ahead. All right. So due to the lightweight nature of this vehicle and, and its mysterious power source. And, and explosivity. And uh, steering and <laughs> shut up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we, we have found... In our in our research, we have found two candidates to be who we think would be optimal pilots for the for Project Warp Star. Um, we, we're pulling them out of our Psi Energy Research Program, another another wing of our um, development project. So they've been doing really well. They they um, they've handled the thought controlled steering, the mysterious power source. Um, unfortunately, their real names have been scrubbed from our records <laughs> as the Psy Energy program is very, very um, hush hush underground. I shouldn't really even be bringing it up. Um, but they've been operating under the code names Ness and Ugh. Lucas. I assume, <laughs> okay, I'm going to make an assumption. You understand how their powers work. 
Um, see that I'm not I'm not in the size <laughs> I'm not in the Psy energy research department, so I'm not going to act like I get that because that re- that is a different reporting chain, and we we stay in our lane here, so we don't even get involved. Exactly, like I said, the Psy energy program is very very um, hush hush, but um, these two have been showing great promise um, piloting the warp stars. So I do have to say I'm really really trying to put a focus on budget here and uh, make sure that we can use the same pilots over again so since your vehicle crashes so often if your pilot were to say i don't know need to maybe need to jump out upon landing would you say that that they they jump well or have a lot of control over where they might land so um ness and lucas um both they jump very well um the first time they jump is a very good. The second time they jump is very good. It's that third time they have to jump that's really <laughs> tricky right. for them. <laughs> All right. Well, that's good to know. I'll, I'll keep that in the notes. Andrew, go ahead and tell me about your pilot. Right. So I, too, will lean into this one. So uh, our friend Needles uh, has been the sole operator of Sweet Tooth since the first Twisted Metal. Um, unfortunately, in the very last iteration slash PS3 series reboot. Um, Needles was buried alive in his daughter's grave. Or- what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Um, hey guys. <laughs> Twisted who Metal. Asked, who asked for that lore? Twisted Metal is weird. <laughs> like it's weird. Like I didn't. I didn't even know. I barely knew that there was a PS3 game. Did you guys? Like, did you ever play it? I, didn't I actually. Play it, but I knew. I didn't it. play it. I like. Because it had been a long gap between like the last yeah. one and the PS3 one, so it kind of yeah, sure like did. it kind of made new like made a few headlines like Twisted Metal is back, but it's so like that like level of like darkness and yeah. like needlessly like brutal was is such a relic of the late nineties that it's it really so was and, it, and like and like when Twisted Metal Black came out, I remember playing it and it was like. Had to could only play like oh my, my parents can't hear it because it was like it's something like like the first scene was like bleed you motherfucker like come on <laughs> get out of here get fucking. well I remember the first Twisted Metal game that I had was Twisted Metal Four and the only yeah. song on the soundtrack was Dragula by Rob Zombie and it was yes. just Rob Zombie like, only song that needed to be the on the track time. and and I'll defend the original ones the old ones because the old ones were you know they were like T rated they were more like cartoony yeah. yeah like they were like they had the same. They had the same comedy or the humor, a humor of like an invader Zim, like a dark humor, but everything was very much over the top. Like, and it, but, but Twisted Metal Black and then, then the, the, just the Twisted Metal 2012, it was just like, hey, let's make, let's not make it funny and just make it a gritty reboot because that's what everyone is doing. It was like the Prince of Persia game that came out or the oh, second one. Yep. Yeah. It was like Prince of Persia with like Limbiscuit in the background. Anyway, it's <laughs> nice to over there. Um, so like, yeah, so it's just weird. And then they like they put in they put back in, they added like real motion capture people, like FMVs, but they like digitally embedded like real people into comp- CG cutscenes. It's weird. Like watch it, but don't watch it very long cuz it's unsettling. Anyway, he's dead. Like regardless, he's dead. He was buried <laughs> alive. Fine. As so you uh, do. <laughs> So, we'll, 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 yeah, we'll kind of hand wave all that. So, we need a new psychotic, psychotic clown monster to helm this thing. Naturally. But we, don't. we need it. We don't. Naturally. Absolutely, we do. So we, we But we need a new psychotic clown monster who can be a little more responsible with the hardware. 
So the ritual is complete, and we've summoned Pennywise to be the Ooh. new owner-operator <laughs> of this nightmare. Good, great news, everyone. The ritual is complete. <laughs> so based on what you've, on uh, Todd's reactions mm-hmm. to everything you've said so far, can what? I just suggest that um, you also put in a, a co-pilot, and that co-pilot is Todd. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to. I do not want to co-pilot this death machine full of clowns. Todd, Todd just like just cornered, like in the corner of the He's door, like smashed like, up against the passenger door. Like it's like after it's like Pee Wee Herman after Pee Wee Herman gets large marged. <laughs> I don't want to ride in this ice cream truck UPS vehicle of destruction with Pennywise the clown. Thanks. <laughs> so Todd, I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. Do you? I do. Is it Bill Skarsgård's Pennywise or Tim Curry's Pennywise? Right? Am I right? Well, fortunately for you, Todd, the answer is both. Oh, it gets better. There's more clowns. So Tim Curry's Pennywise had that that knack for really selling the whole come down in this sewer, Georgie. I'm totally not a hell demon ready to devour your soul kind of thing. Mm. So we keep Tim Curry Pennywise for public appearances, promo videos, meet and greets, etc. But but Skarsgård Penny, Pennywise definitely embraces the the absolute terror and chaos side of the side of the character. So we're gonna keep him in the execution side of things. Hmm. You get that? You like that? The execution side of things. No, I got it. There we go. Say Good. say it one more time. I don't think he got it. I, it. The execution side of things. Now now I'm stuck with this mental image of it's not like a UPS van with like one seat and like a jump seat it's an old like 1950s car with one long bench seat and it's like <laughs> clown me clown and it like, doesn't i'm just it really doesn't have in uh, the middle belts it's just got like that that the strap one. you hold on to <laughs> as you see death incoming yeah and and much like all of my nightmares all of our thighs are touching <laughs> <laughs> we all float down here georgie georgie um, so, so what oh, I'll leave you wow. with the image I want to leave you with is the, is the, the gif of Pennywise dancing over top the flaming wreckage of a junkyard full of burned corpses. Good. Great. <laughs> no, I get it. It's there. Terrific. Well, now that Pennywise is here, uh, <laughs> I do believe that brings us to the part of the show that I think is everyone's favorite. The super secret bonus question. Hooray! So after you that? all, did you like, did you want I, that? Do you want that I did. feedback? It was good. Yeah, that was good. Mm. We'll, we'll keep that. I like that. Anyway, after all of this talk and discussion about trying to keep our projects in budget, I've reached out to the highest ranking general in the world military, and they informed me that they have been so impressed. <laughs> really quick turnaround time. <laughs> with our work here at DT exclamation point HQ, that they have given us the unlimited budget funded by the taxation of the people who know no better. And they have said, you know what? We don't care. Build us the de- the best death machine you can. So, gentlemen, you have an unlimited military-sized budget. Tell me what the top three additives to your vehicle will be. And I will take your answers right after whatever comes after my voice. Love craft beer? Into vinyl record collecting? Love to create and record music? You'll love craft and vinyl. A craft beer pub, vinyl record shop, and a music recording studio, all under one roof. Enjoy a cold beer while browsing the vinyl record shop or cut a song in the recording studio. Craft and vinyl. It's a crazy hop sonic adventure. Great beer, great music, and great friends. 
Craft and Vinyl, 1806 West 5th Avenue, Grandview, 614-706-4879. Craft and Vinyl, you belong here. And we are back from whatever came before my voice, and it is time for some super secret bonus questions and answers. So to recap, you've been gifted a blank check from the World Military, and they have asked for your top three improvements that you are ready to make to your vehicles. Todd, go ahead. What are you doing to blow out the wasp? Yeah, so so it is... So in, in any game of Halo after, like, two or three... Um, what are the three things that can defeat vehicles in Halo? So they're either going to explode when they smash into an armor-locked Spartan, because anyone on a ghost has smashed into an armor-locked Spartan and they hate their life. Um, they, all vehicles are vulnerable to the Spartan laser, and then being boarded. Those are the three things that can take down any vehicle in Halo. So we're going to do three improvements. One, armor that can withstand immediate stops for all those pesky armor-locked Spartan lasers. And then an improved overshield that can block Spartan lasers. Also, that overshield is going to be made of space-age lubricant. Because we are now covering the AV-49 Wasp in lubricant that keeps units from boarding the vehicle. We are covering this vehicle in <laughs> lubricant and lube, you perverts. Todd, I don't ever, I don't ever want to hear you say the word lubricant again. <laughs> Anti-boarding, lube-based fueled shield measures, and that is how we'll win the war on whatever we're warring with today. I mean, I, I like the fact that you talked about how low in durability the wasp was, and then your improvements were to fix that issue. I think that that is good, but I am now concerned that you have added thicker armor and a shield and some amount of lube weight. So I'm curious if that will affect the speed of the okay, wasp. Point counterpoint. It's lube. So there's no drag or resistance That's or friction. Not how that works. Mm, That's how it works. Well, for an welcome vehicle. to another episode of Todd doesn't know science. This is a podcast right. within a podcast. Right. It's called I'll, Todd doesn't okay, know science. Let's, let's, when, let's Todd, set this bar. when Todd's mm-hmm. running late for work, he he doesn't just get in his car and leave. He takes that extra time to lube up his car so it goes super fast on his way to work. Oh, man. Well, here's what I have to say now that we've come this far. I hope that when I present three good options how to make mine better, the same amount of criticism is brought to Napalm Ice Cream Truck and Star Fueled by Dreams. So the bar is there. I hope you two can also clear it. How many, how many people does it take to lube up a plane, Todd? It's really, oh, yeah. they just like dunk it. It's a dunk. Yeah. It's like when they when they when they uh, when they spray antifreeze on it when they're de-icing the plane. That's what they're just spraying yeah, it's, jelly it's, on it's, it. It's, yeah, it's some ODS tears just with like the de-icer. Only it's a lubricant. It's fine. That mm-hmm. is not the weirdest stretch I've made today. That's true. It's the one we're gonna focus on though. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, I will I will reach out to the highest ranking generals of the world military and ask if we can get a KY truck on the runway. Kyle, <laughs> go ahead and tell me about your starship powered by dreams. I'm glad you asked, Matt, because we've actually been working on a few different um, variations of Project Warp Star. Um, the first one is our more um, attack based version of the of the vehicle. Um, it it actually runs on. Um, again, a power source we don't quite understand, but we're, we're calling it uh, shadow energy, and this is the shadow star. Um, so this just, um, whatever it, whenever it collides with another object, 
Um, it doesn't damage the, via- the 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 shadow star, but it does release some of that shadow energy into whatever it collides with, uh, causing some damage. So we've got kind of our aggro version. Um, and then I know you guys were worried about the crash landings. So we've got a model of it that doesn't that doesn't fly. It just travels super, super fast along the ground. Um, and that is our Hydra model. And that that's very durable, very tanky, and very, very fast. And then um, in another kind of solution to the crash landing problem, we've got a model that doesn't need it. It, it flies. It's going to glaze right over that one. It flies so well, it doesn't need to land. Um, and this is our Dragoon model. And man, that thing can soar. So um, you've got, we've got three great um, options we're, we're putting our research energy into right now. Um, if, if you guys like any of those, we're happy to crank up the focus on one of those models and make those better or explode them. I, I, we, I just, I liked seeing someone presenting it like the quarterly report to the board. Mm-hmm. They're like, heard a lot of negative feedback about the whole <laughs> crashing issue. Everyone's talking about, yeah. you know, we've addressed that with an option that doesn't ever land. You can't yeah. crash if you don't land. Oh, exactly. You're like me at work when I say our program has a 100% retention rate, and it's based on an N of one. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. The one guy we hire hasn't quit. Um, this, yeah, this plane, this this airship doesn't crash land because it doesn't land. It just flies forever. So, therefore, it cannot crash. Therefore, exactly. A equals B. All right. Perfect. Well, that's cool. I mean, I like the I like the bringing different body models and options to the table. Uh, it, it's something to consider having a, a fleet of vehicles as opposed to just one, one beefed up type. We're, we're very excited by this project and happy to, happy to bring you any variety of, of vehicle we can through this, through Project Warp Star. All right. All right. We'll add that to the notes. Andrew, last but not least, tell yeah. me what the modifications to Sweet Tooth will be. So when you beat Twisted Metal 2, there is a little bit of text that appears on the screen. You're sitting there in the middle of Hong Kong or the PSX version of Hong Kong. And you see dark tooth, sweet tooth's father rises from the sewers. Shut up. <laughs> is that you real? Killed- this is real. <laughs> you killed my son. He shouts. I want my little clown boy back. I hate this so much <laughs> of all the shit we've talked about today. That's the thing that I'm having the hardest time with. So what we're going to do to answer your question. Tooth tooth is a surname, apparently. (laughs) For Todd, it is dark tooth lubed up airplanes. (laughs) So to be fair, the way that this family tree connects is dark tooth is operated by Charlie Kane, who is the father of Marcus Kane, who is the multiple personality version of Needles Kane. But Marcus Kane actually is later piloting dark tooth in other games because David Jaffe doesn't know what multiple personality disorder is. So that all said, let's kind of put a pin in that. So we're going to upgrade Sweet Tooth to Dark Tooth. That's right. So what happens is Dark Tooth, and this again, coming straight from the, from the game's, uh, game's description, Dark Tooth is a giant upgraded version of Sweet Tooth the size of a large house with a giant <laughs> flaming clown head over it. Uh, so it's, and so, and, and, and that's, and that's are, better. Uh-huh. And that's better. So where Sweet Tooth had a like a four out of five for armor, a four out of five for special weapon, and a one out of five for speed and handling, 
obviously now it's all five out of five. It's the perfect vehicle. It's three times <laughs> it's three times the size of Minion, which is just a fucking tank being driven by a actual demon. And uh, the the napalm ice cream cone now turns to dual homing napalm cone missiles, as well as the additions of clown ricochet bombs and a flaming headbutt by the eponymous head floating head above the truck. Jark tooth. Also, it's pink and black. Homing napalm cone missiles. It's like corn vomited all over hot topic. I have a question. Uh, of all there. the things you said, <laughs> of all the things you said, I have one question. Yes, Todd. Um, Sweet Tooth is obviously like a reformed ice cream truck. It sold ice cream. What does Dark Tooth sell? Darkness. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. It's the tie into the Kingdom Hearts franchise. That's how it all connects. <laughs> We've all come full circle. We're we're not gonna cover it. This will be on a this will be on a later uh, later expansion or a later uh, funding round. But there's also Tower Tooth, which nope, is I'm done a a long version of dark a tall version of <laughs> dark tooth. A long version. <laughs> Get this, Dark Tooth, but longer. <laughs> yep, longer and taller. So so every every like budget increase in the the twisted metal as the Twisted Metal series went on, they just, like, put that into their, like, cocaine and Mountain Dew budget, yeah. right? Like, <laughs> yep. It's like, no, we're good on development. Like, let's just get more Coke and Mountain Dew. Do we want to make the graphics better? Ah, uh, no. I mean, a little, but, like, let's really focus on the cocaine and Mountain Dew. Give, give them three more pixels a second, and we're calling it good. All right, well, that leaves me with a lot to think about. Um, but if you could, before I send you out of the situation, not all of it related to the podcast, (laughs) no, most of them not related to the podcast. Um, I'm going to be thinking about Todd's thighs, touching clown thighs for a long time. (laughs) Me too, Matt. (laughs) Me too. Before I send you out of the situation room to speak again with the highest ranking generals in the world government or the world military, tell me your closing thoughts. One, one final statement before you walk out the door. These are like the things we're yelling frantically as we're being pushed out because our ideas are so bad. As security like bodies <laughs> us out of the room. Um, okay, so I'm going to say spray on lubricant used for fun times and blocking lasers. Okay, Kyle. <laughs> um, Matt, it's, it's green energy. It's fast and, it, and it's controlled by your thoughts. I, I can't think of a like more exciting breakthrough in vehicle technology. And Andrew. My first home was the circus. <laughs> My second was the state institute. My next home will be yours. I will be the man who hides under your bed, in your closet, in your mind. What? When I win, <laughs> you'll never be too far from me. This is supposed to be a sales pitch. Can I can I offer the answer that Andrew should have said? Um, the answer Andrew should have given while he's being pulled out of the situation room was, "Imagine, imagine Dark Tooth, but taller. <laughs> My mouth is so wet." Andrew actually actually accidentally um, spoiled the the final boss of the the next 
Twisted Metal game, which will be Longtooth. <laughs> <laughs> it's really just a wall with wheels, guys. <laughs> like... All right. Well, that has left me with a lot to consider and uh, some serious cuts to make and some serious decisions to come to. So I'm going to send you all away. Why don't you boost each other up? Because I think that today is not going to end as well for some of you as it will for others. So maybe give some good vibes. Um, I think we all brought both good and terrible ideas in our own right. Mostly we're the some, latter. We're, we're some, we're some had moments to shine. Others shined <laughs> briefly. Um, Kyle, I was super glad you brought the warp star in. Um, I'm also, I'm also very thrilled that right out of the gate that once I pointed out, I have low durability. You're like, also mine crashes every time. Don't look at that part. We're moving on. Um, that you know when we pitched this idea you were pretty quick to grab that one and i was like that's i would not have thought about that as a vehicle and i'm pretty sure that all the research i did for this to see who was talking about what their favorite vehicles were in video games not a single one of them said warp star mm-hmm. so that was that was a very very good call to pull in um much like most things with this podcast i love when we lean into the ridiculousness of it all like it's powered by dreams and your thoughts also it explodes don't worry like and and now i'm having a mental image of like assemble the fleet of warp stars and like it's just all these soldiers getting on these stars that shoot through the roof and you just you never know where they go again like and make the most ridiculous sound when yeah they're all just they're all just gone um so i thought that was that was very very good in our group message today, we talked a lot about Twisted Metal, and I learned a lot more about the lore of it today than I ever cared to. Me too. Um, <laughs> but when you said that, I was like, okay, Sweet Tooth, everyone knows the ice cream truck with like the bobbling clown head on top. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did not play Twisted Metal, but obviously I was very familiar with it. Thinking about weaponizing a fleet of ice cream trucks that have clowns in them, namely Pennywise and you know, or Tim Curry's Pennywise as well is horrifying. Um, I think I, I'd said it today in our, in our group chat that I want that to be like a riot control squad. Yeah. Like they show, <laughs> like they, they show up after like a red wings, like NHL game when like the winners are riding in the streets. And yeah. now there's like five of these sweet tooth vehicles show up and it's all just like, What's his name? Skarsgård, like dancing out of them to like <laughs> yeah, control like, no, they, the like, riot. Out and the Everyone riot nopes just like, the fuck out nope, of there. Nope. Yeah, that stops. We're, Everyone yeah. stops flipping cars and burning couches. Like, nope, we're done. We're done. We're done. We're cool. We're fun out. riot, yep. guys. Going home. <laughs> yep. I'm gonna go home now. And pray. Everyone saw the error of their ra- their ways immediately. Yeah, so those are those are very good. Yeah, I mean, so like Todd, you brought probably the best answer as you chose something like from a game based in like actual military like that's fair yeah like a very a, a very good pull from the the halo franchise um because you didn't go with like i think like if ever someone said like halo for this they would have gone with the warthog i do like the wasp as a like alternative to that um so good good pull there even if your your method of solving its issues is lubing it up don't think about it no one, no one wants to see how hot dogs are made, but they do want to lube up the airplane. Um, that's, and, that's how that metaphor goes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and Andrew, I, I, um, again, you, you picked one of the most iconic like video game vehicles, especially from the late nineties. Um, and I just, <laughs> I'm on board with the idea of like weaponizing scary clowns. 
I think oh, that is the best God. use of scary clowns we can we can have. I'll say this. So a little uh, peek behind the the podcast screen. So usually when we do these answers, it always devolves into some format of the right answer, the coolest answer, and then the wild card. <laughs> <laughs> and Todd's and it and usually happens like the person who picks last ends up like oh crap like so and so did this that's so good so and so did this yeah that's right so Todd's answer was the right answer Kyle's was definitely the coolest answer so my my strategy is then all right how do I just say something outlandish to to fit this theme where's um, where's the hail mary I what, can where's throw? the hail mary and and sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't uh Todd that absolutely is the right answer. And as much as I hate talking about Halo lore, I really, I looked that bad boy up and I was like, oh dang, yeah, that's, that's, that's real good. Um, the Legion, yeah, anytime you want to talk about Legion, like I'm, I'm always down for that. I'm always down for uh, robot uprisings because I too welcome our robot overlords. One day we will become the machines and that's okay. <laughs> Kyle, Warpstar, again, like that was the, that was like the me picking blue Yoshi and being like, whatever, the rest <laughs> of you are suck. Like, that was that was really good. I I could not think of something that was more creative than the warp star. I like I racked my brain. I was like, ah, sweet tooth is weird. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good weird choice. Here we are. All right. Well, I just got off the phone with the highest ranking military generals in the world military. And you've got like a direct line to him. <laughs> I do. Yeah. Well, he's really he's really into what we do here at DT exclamation point HQ. He also and doesn't have like a really good work life balance. You've said it right. This like you've said it the same way the whole show. So we're implying that their actual title is highest ranking generals of the world. <laughs> 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 That's, it's just it's what it's it's what it is now. That's the reality that we live in. That's the new headcanon. Um, but yeah, so I, I just got off the phone with um, with those guys and uh, they came to a really, really interesting decision here because we talked and we liked a lot of the parts of all of your pitches. We also hated a lot of the parts of all of your pitches. It's, it's OK. So, so they're just going to stick with normal tanks and planes. And, <laughs> yeah. it's and, and, you know, that was discussed. It really was. Um, but we decided we wanted to take the best of, of all the things and uh and and try and put them together and it was really hard to come to a final victory uh because i had my personal favorites and and they had their personal favorites but what we came to is that clearly the best military vehicle is gonna be the av-49 wasp and that's Woo! what we're gonna move forward with but Boo. we do really <laughs> like having the Pennywise is on contract. Oh, wait. Right, so we're going to kick that Legion guy to the curb, and we're going to put Pennywise in the AV-49 Wasp. And um, the whole, like, blue crystal space thing... Yeah, it's um, good. It, it, sounded, it sounded a lot like the way some researchers talk about meth, and we didn't really <laughs> like that connection. Uh, so we're actually... We're going to pull Team Warp Star in to figure out how to power... Uh, the AV forty nine wasp with dreams and friendship. I'm so, telling you, it only works. It only works in that cartoon uh, star shape. So you you better have some good scientists. More there. specifically, 
You now have Pennywise piloting a death machine on its dreams and hopes. Yeah, that was what we thought would be the best thing for the world military. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's that's the best that we could come up with. That's what we're going to move forward with. Um, good luck to the rest of humanity. We'll see you on Mars after this planet falls apart. And with that, <laughs> thanks for listening in to debate this. Follow along with the argument on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at DebateThisCast. And check out our website at DebateThisCast.com. If you like what you hear, please leave us a review or tell your friends about us so that more people can hear all of our absurdities. Until next time, I'm Matt Cole. I'm Todd. All our thighs are touching Thomas. I'm Kyle. um, Hopes and dreams, Harper. And I'm Andrew. Ice cream truck spreading merriment and salmonella. Henderson saying thanks for debating with us and if you think we're wrong you can come fight us by the swing sets nerds